What is going on everyone and welcome to Zed Talks where we have brief talks leading to big breakthroughs. My name is Zora, a college student who's walking into a very chaotic phase of her life full of uncertainty, a bit of anxiety, but ultimately good times as undergrad comes to a close. If you're listening to me right now, that means you're here for the ride as well. So grab your headphones, grab a snack, something to drink. Like always, I have icy orange and enjoy. Oh, boy, boy. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. So glad you all are here. I'm really excited for this episode. I'm really excited for this episode. I think for every episode where I talk a bit about a somber topic, I want to talk about one that's very uplifting and positive, just so I can kind of cancel it out. But I also think is though I also feel as though lately with the direction of the podcast, it's been more of a I've talked about a lot of negative things, but I haven't talked about a lot of positive things. And I think it's important to talk about some things that aren't necessarily positive because it shows that, you know, life is a roller coaster, there are ups and downs, yada yada. Um, but I think focusing so much on negative things will constantly leave you thinking negatively. Um, so I wanted to bring some some goodness, some something really positive. And what is what can get better, more positive than love? That's what we're going to talk about today. Um, to just get right into this, I think in this crazy world that we live in, I am somebody who gets scared and pretty grossed out very easily. If I had to go with the big three, it'd go death. And I feel as though I've talked about this on the podcast before. But the idea of not knowing when I'm going to die, how I'm going to die, terrifies me. I do not like not knowing what happened. So that's <laughs> that kind of leads me to the next one of them. But um, uncertainty is something that I don't like because, like I said, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, stingrays and crabs is the second one and I'm not even going to explain myself on that one if you know you know and then love and this is coming from someone who is a hopeless romantic but as I just said um, love somewhere to death is full of uncertainties and that's why it scares me because you might think like once you're not in love you're like oh I'd never do that and you find yourself in love and you're just like oh my god I just did something that I said I never thought I'd do you know it caused you to do some crazy some crazy stuff when it comes to me with love, I was, uh, I just saw a TikTok video about this, but I didn't start being romantically involved with people until summer going into my freshman year of college. And I think the first, yeah, we can call them, yeah. My first love, I would say, I thought for a while that it was, you know, this is this is it, this is perfect, you know, this is, this is what I read about. And I realized like, three days ago that this in fact was not what I read about. I was so deluded, so delusional to the fact that I thought that what I was experiencing was healthy and it was not. I'm not even going to get too far deep into that because like I said, it was something I just figured out. But when I realized it, I was really shocked because, you know, your first love kind of leaves a lasting impression. And so I was figuring out what impression or how that situationship impacted me and I figured out how it did and I was just baffled so coming out the gates first love not starting off very good but that's not to say that I didn't have good memories with that person but overall just you know we're not starting off on a good foot and then so I had a lot of guards up that I didn't realize that I had until not the next person but the next person but the second time um that I was in love, that I loved. It was, I'd say it's pretty healthy. 
I'd say it's pretty healthy because I can look back on it now and think positive stuff. Like it's it's more positive stuff than it is negative stuff, you know. So that is pretty good. And overall, I thought it was pretty healthy. But what I took from both of those experiences, both of those individuals, is that love is scary. But because love is so scary, there's some beauty in knowing. There's some beauty that comes with love. And I think for every reason that it's beautiful, it's scary. Going into this, do I think that there should be something that says proceed with caution and gives you all the risk that come with love? 110%. But that's the thing. We never know the risk. I think that, like I said, just the uncertainty. Love is so unexpected and there's so many things that happen in love. So there's just too many to count. There are a couple of things when it comes to love that I am, that I, like I said, it's, it's scary. But the first being trusting someone, knowing that there's a possibility you can get hurt. And obviously, we're seeing an overarching thing right now. And that's the idea of uncertainty and Zora being afraid of that. And I think we all are in a sense. But you have to be, I don't know, there's a certain, I guess it's a bit of a delusion But there's something you just have to have so much faith in this person to know that I'm going to keep going with us anyway. You're really taking a big risk. Like you're you're saying, I'm going to keep going with us anyway, knowing that there's a chance that either one of us can get hurt. And that's just crazy. That's crazy that we're putting ourselves in harm's way because we want something in someone so much, we're willing to do almost anything to get that, even if that means putting ourselves in harm's way. That's truly terrifying to me. But it's also beautiful in a sense because at a certain point in the relationship, you feel safe enough with that person to lower all of your defenses. So that person is just seeing you for what you are. And I think that's scary because now it's always like, you know, your defenses are down. You don't have anything to defend yourself so they can easily harm you. But I also think it's so beautiful in a sense that you have someone who makes you feel like you can relax around who makes you feel safe who makes you feel comfortable like your safe haven you know a hug from that person might melt away everything that happened in the day scary beautiful synonyms at this point something that i think is built as social media has developed is this idea that love is a competition and it's really 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 not it's really really not I am, like I said, I'm a hopeless romantic, and especially this summer, I've been going through books left and right, going through romance books, just, you know, just, just, just reading. There's this quote that George R. Martin has, who's the author of the Game of Thrones series. He said, a reader lives a thousand lives before he dies. The man who never reads lives only one. I... If we're going with that, I've been in so many relationships this summer. <laughs> I've been in so many relationships this summer. I've been in like 17 different relationships just based off his quote, you know? Because of that, my expectations for love, people, a lot of people are saying are so unrealistic. But people are writing these books based on something. Granted, a lot of it might be on imagination or what they want to happen, but there's a bit of real in these stories. There's a, a there's there's some real up in these things, and so it's that piece of real that keeps my hopes alive and keeps me from lowering my standards. So I feel as though the instant there's a difference between compromising 
and lowering your standards in total. But the instant, like the time you lower your standards, you start to attract people who aren't really worthy of being in your presence. But also it doesn't help when, you know, you hear people say your expectations are so unrealistic, but I have seen firsthand these people who are willing to do above and beyond for their partner, another person. So it really just goes to show that if you want it bad enough, you'll find a way. Like I've truly seen like someone will try and move the heavens and the earth to make something happen because for their partner. And it's simply because they don't want to see that person unhappy. Like for anyone, this goes beyond romantic relationships. If you love somebody, you don't want to see the person you love hurt. You know, so that's why you ask him, hey, what's wrong? Hey, can I do anything to help? Like that's why we ask these certain things because it pains us to see people we love in pain. Tying on to the idea that love is not a competition, I feel as though we have persuaded ourselves to think that loving somebody is so hard. Being in love is so hard and it's so easy to love. Like it is, love comes so naturally when you are actually in love with the person that you're with. We get so lost in what everyone else is doing and forget that one, love looks different for every person, but it also looks different for every relationship. You comparing yourself to a celebrity about how you all love and how you all how your dates look different your finances are different so of course your dates are going to be different like you're trying to break break your pockets to overcompensate because something you saw and in reality that might not even be something that your partner wants i think the beautiful thing about love is that it really is in the small moments it's the little moments it's it's always been the little moments it will always be the little moments Personally, like my favorite dates or moments were tied to little moments. Yes, little moments do lead up to bit moments, but you walk away with the little moments. At least I think you do. I think the little moments show us, just a personal take, I think the little moments are so important because they show us that you can find intimacy in normal activities. I think that's the thing that everybody wants to take away from love is intimacy. It's intimacy. And I think when we think about the idea of intimacy, everybody just thinks about physical touch and things like that and sex and things like that. And that definitely has a part in it too. But when I talk about intimacy, I think that I'm talking about like this person wants to be around you no matter what you're doing. You all can go into a store that they might not necessarily go into or it's not their thing, but they'll go into it just because they want to spend time with you, you know? Or this person put some thought into something and really took time to make this thing because they had you in mind. That's what I mean by little moments in intimacy. It's it's never, the big moments are cool, but like I said, you got to build up to the big moments. And the things that make up the big moments are the little moments. <sighs> it's the little moments, guys. Don't sleep on the little moments. Like, if that person truly loves you and you truly love them, they will appreciate that you took the time out of their day. And you learned and you focused on something that really meant something to them. Like it's personable. The moment you start to try and do what other people are doing or the moment you start to rush love and overcompensate for it, you'll end up in a situation showing exactly why you shouldn't have cut the corners. Exactly why you shouldn't have cut the corners. Exactly, exactly why. So I say this to say that romance isn't dead. Princess and prince treatment is very real. And if you aren't receiving that, you need to skedaddle. You need to skedaddle, but also make sure that you're giving it too. I feel as though, especially women, um, I'm speaking from a heterosexual standpoint, 
we tend to think that men are the only people who are the ones that should be the spoiling, who should be doing the spoiling, instead of it being, you know, both ways. And then also the fact that you shouldn't have to settle. You shouldn't have to settle. I think this is something, this ties into the idea of being vulnerable. At first, at first, I was someone who said, you know, I will never double back. Will never double back. This idea that doubling back to someone is wrong is BS. We need to get rid of it, throw it out the window, dead it. I think there are certain instances where you all were just, there was something getting in the way where you all just weren't seeing the same page and maybe some time away is what you all need. I don't know. I'm not saying in all instances it's good to double back. Like if you're in a toxic, toxic, toxic. Actually, I'm not going to say because it depends based on situation. But I think this fear of doubling back and showing that person that you're going back to that, hey, I messed up and I miss you. I think is that everybody views it as a weakness. And it's really not. It shows that you're mature enough to be real with yourself. You had a serious heart-to-heart conversation with yourself. And it goes to show again that I am putting myself in this very uncomfortable position to get you back. And I think that is something that needs to be looked at. Because it's scary, guys. It's scary. Like, rejection is scary. So you're putting yourself, like I said, in harm's way, in a sense, to, for this person. And it really doesn't matter the outcome. Not really doesn't matter the outcome. Of course, you want it to end positively. But knowing that it can end negatively is a huge risk to take. And that really is all love is. I think, not all love is, but I think a huge part of love is taking risk. It's taking risk and being and believing in yourself and your partner so much to the point where you're you're delusional like you're you're just like man this is i'm fine it's gonna happen one way or another you know so i think we just need to get out of this idea that going back to that person is bad and sometimes you need to go back to learn the lesson again or maybe to get that lesson that you missed the first time so i think it's just something that we need to be a little more cautious about instead of shaming people for going back to Going back to them, maybe asking why. Okay, so you went back. How's it now? Okay, you went back and it didn't work out the second time. What did you take away from it? You know, instead of just bashing people and making them feel shameful for their actions, when the thing about love and the thing about relationships in general is that it is very, you can't really explain, like Selena Gomez says, the heart wants what it wants. You know, there's no really logic when it comes to love and your emotions. You, you're just like, dang, um, this might not be the best option, but my heart is saying, saying I got to do what I got to do. You know, we are very emotional human beings. I want everybody to stop thinking that humans aren't emotional people, that we're some freaking robots and we don't learn from trial and error. Okay. Okay. I am not somebody who likes to get their heart broken, but I can say that because I was in situations where I was end up heartbroken, I learned a lot. In that moment, I was not happy about it. Absolutely not. But in the grand scheme of things, it worked out. It worked out. I'm a better person because of it. I think we tend to focus so much on the bad side or the negative side of relationships, and we tend to relish in the fact that, oh, we're not with each other anymore, that we don't really focus on what we took away from the relationship, as I said. The good memories that you had. Everyone's like, oh, you know, man, screw them, screw them. Y'all had good moments. Don't lie. Don't lie. Don't delude yourself to thinking that it was all bad. It wasn't. 
Because if it was all bad, you wouldn't have done it from the jump. There was something positive that happened in that moment that got you there. Whew, like I said, yeah, I could talk about I could talk about this all I could talk about this all all day. I could talk about love all day. I could talk about intimacy all day. I could talk about vulnerability all day. Like I said, I've been reading hella romance books and I'm probably about to read another one. If it, talk about love. Let's talk about love and you know, showing love. Christmas, if somebody gets me a Kindle, I would love actually I won't say I love it forever, but I would have so much love for them. So I'm saying it's the little moments. You see that I love reading so much. Oh my gosh, you got me a bouquet of books. Ah, you shouldn't have. You shut up. But like, you know. Um <laughs> I need to stop. <laughs> but yeah, I have uh I'm learning to not take things so seriously and to learning not to take things so personally. As y'all know, I've been really focusing on myself this summer. So I've been taking all those things into consideration and um I don't know, just relaxing a little bit more. So I guess that's something that's good coming out of my me season and focusing on myself. But needless to say, thank y'all so much for tuning in. As always, remember, love is not a bad thing. And if you aren't ready for love, that is okay. Take some time to heal, figure what you got to figure out, and then step back into the game. Because I need y'all to stop. Um, These hurt people, y'all are just keep going on with life, thinking that y'all are healed, but you're actually affecting other people with your hurt so we're just passing around hurt i need us to stop doing that okay thanks thank y'all so much for tuning in love you all and as always i will see y'all in the next one